Hello and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. I am your host Marie and I am your co-host Allison and we are here today to talk about Bridget Jones's babies. Baby, pardon me. Maybe there's be well, maybe there'll be more. Maybe there will be more, although she's a little old in the movie. Geriatric mother. Ger- oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> um, when we take a movie, we are not exactly reviewing the top 50 rom-coms according to um, Rotten Tomatoes, but we are breaking them down into romantic comedies characteristics what we believe makes a good rom-com um so today we'll be doing that with bridget jones's baby it is number 49 out of 50 um and with that today our drink because as you know from last podcast we are committed to drinking two cocktails related to the movie this movie was a little bit tricky because they drank straight alcohol a lot yeah, and like glasses of wine. Yeah, and we wanted something a little bit more fun. So we're going to start off today with a spoil alert if you haven't seen <laughs> the movie. We are drinking a blue martini. Because she has a boy. She has a boy baby. And that's really the only reason. Yeah, but it looks great. Looks better than last time. It, it does. It looks fantastic. Are we drinking it now or are we waiting till I uh, summarize the movie? I don't care. All right, let's drink it now. (laughs) Allison has been dying to have a drink of this since it was made. It looks delicious. It smells very citrusy, which makes sense because it has blue curacao, Mm -hmm. orange bitters, and an orange twist in there. So it is a little bit citrusy. And it also has uh, vodka. Did you say vodka? I did not say vodka. And it has dry vermouth. It called for something called Cochi Americano. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. C-O-C-C-H-I. But it was a special order item, and we waited to the last minute, so didn't order it. Who knew that they didn't contain, that the liquor store didn't have every single liquor ever made by man? Not me, Marie. Not me. I know. <laughs> so here's our first drink. I'm not drunk. First impression. Very vodka heavy. It is very, very strong. Um, It's a little bit of a sweeter taste when you first take a drink. But if you are not used to a straight vodka taste, you won't like this. You won't like this. I like it, personally. I like it. I think it's going to be hard to get down to. But I'm going to do it. Yes, we have the commitment. We do not just drink one cocktail during the podcast. We want to drink two so we can give you an accurate review of how well this drink stands up over time, just like the movie. Also, you can hear us get buzzed as we continue to review. That's an added bonus for everyone involved. Oh, yes. So, down to brass tacks. Let's get into the movie. So Bridget Jones's Baby was made in 2016, which surprised me. I did not realize that it was that mm-hmm. recent. Um, Sharon McGuire was the director. She also directed the first one, Bridget Jones's Diary. Um, main cast is Renee Zellweger, uh, Colin Firth. Love him. I know. I, I actually wondered if they made him up to look older. No, I think he just looks that... 
old right now. But I've seen him like in pictures in public, and he looks great. But I, he's always wearing glasses. And yeah. I really like him in those glasses. Yeah, me too. Also, we can't forget Patrick Dempsey was in this as well. Also, very good looking. Very good looking. Yes. yes. So in this movie, we open up with Bridget Jones, Bridget Jones's mother, uh, kind of pressuring her into babies. It's her birthday. She turns forty three. And we kind of go through her whole day, and uh, then she ends up being alone on her birthday. But then they go to... Her and a co-worker. Her and a co-worker go to a music festival, which is literally my worst nightmare. That's all I kept thinking whenever I saw that. But I digress. I thought about that too. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done with that digression. Okay. I also thought about that. Like, I made a note. This is my worst nightmare Me while they too. were at the festival. I literally wrote my worst nightmare. <laughs> But then I remembered the movie, the Netflix movie, Ibiza, and how they're always at nightclubs. And I was like, no, this isn't my worst nightmare. That's my worst nightmare. Uh, This is just a number two. I'd rather go to the the nightclubs. The nightclubs. And then they go to that after party where there's like naked people everywhere and everyone's drunk and high. No, that's my worst nightmare. Okay. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. All right, now I'm done with the digression. Okay. So Bridget Jones, they and her friend Miranda, they go to this music festival. She meets Patrick Dempsey. They have a little tussle in a what? In a romantic way. Uh my husband James and I, every single time we saw this, we just kept calling it a fuck yurt. <laughs> So they have a tussle and a fuck here. <laughs> and then uh, she comes home and at the weirdest christening ever, um, she sees Mark Darcy and they have a reunion and they uh, have another roll in the hay. And then she is pregnant and then she doesn't know which one's the dad. They kind of compete for her affections. They're trying to both be in the fatherhood role. And um, then she has the baby. Would you say that that was an okay summary? Yes. Are we not getting into the ending right now? I say let's wait. Okay. Um. So yeah, I it was a very interesting movie. Um, our first characteristic of a good rom com is is believability. Could this actual hap- actually happen? And by no means am I saying a good rom-com has to be 100% believable. Oh, no, of course not. I am not saying that at all because I would actually disagree with that statement. I Yes, I think this is an escape. You want to have it be a little unbelievable. Yes, I agree. So, Allison, believable? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, not, no. Not any of it? I mean, I'm sure that there's paternity suits. Like, where nobody knows who the father is. Like, that's believable. But there wasn't a paternity suit. Well, you know what I mean. Like, people don't know who the father is. Yes. That's, that's a thing. Can I ask a question? And I think I know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I hope... I I might have an idea of what you're going to ask. I hope it's what I think. Can we refer to all the characters as their Harry Potter character? So instead of talking about... Emma Thompson. Can I, t- <laughs> can I refer to her as Professor Trelawney, or would that be too confusing for everybody? I feel like that might be a little confusing, even though I Damn love it. it. Because we got who? Slughorn? We got Professor Slughorn. We got Madame Pomfrey. 
Moaning Myrtle. <gasps> no shit. Yeah, her mom is Madame Pomfrey. I kept thinking, like, Gemma, her name was Gemma Jones. Yeah. I was like, who is that? Who is that? It's Madame, Madame Pomfrey. Pomfrey. And we got Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Yes. We have so many. I just, it would just make my life complete. Okay. We can refer to them as their Harry Potter names. I mean, I just think it might get confusing. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. My first impression of this movie. Yes. Going to Daniel Cleaver's funeral. That was so funny. First of all, I I was really on the fence about wanting to watch this movie. This was the first time I've seen Same. this. Mm-hmm. I love the original. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. And it's also on the list, but it's a little bit later on. Two more movies. Two more? Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I love the original, and I had heard that Colin Firth died, so I was upset because I didn't want Mark Darcy to die and then Bridget Jones be alone and deciding between two other guys. Yeah. So I was really on the fence about this movie. The The time, you know, between the first one coming out and the second one coming out, I was worried about... To me, I was just hesitant. I didn't think I'd like this, and I was really shocked that it was on the list. Me too. I was really shocked that like a, a, the third movie in a trilogy uh-huh. like, would be good enough to be on this. Yes. I can't say whether I was pleasantly surprised or not. I'm still kind of on the fence oh, about this. I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. I laughed a lot. Yeah. My first laugh, my first laugh was Daniel Vivian. That Weaver? was also very funny. And that he went down in a plane crash? Yes. Um, going down in the bush. I I thought <laughs> that his death was very believable. Like, going to opening up the movie with his funeral, um, him being dead, I thought it was very believable for the movie because he was an idiot. He was an idiot. But it was a great way to open up the movie. My be- believability factor... Would you have gone to his funeral? Why would you go? Absolutely not. Like, why would Mark Darcy go to the funeral? I mean, I know they went to college together, but he was a complete asshole to him. Stole his first wife. And tried to steal Bridget away multiple times. Yep. I didn't understand why there were so many people at that funeral. I didn't either. So that, to me, was a little bit unbelievable um, start, even though it was a delightful start. It was a delightful start. Um, but I was shocked when Mark was married to somebody else when he showed up. I was too. I thought that they would just be together. Yeah. I was anticipating that as well, that they would just still be together. But um, whenever they were discussing why they weren't together, comes up later in the movie, that was heartbreaking. And I thought that was believable. It made sense. It did. Um, why Bridget and Mark weren't together. The scene where she opens the door in an apron and nothing else, and he has all of his work colleagues, my heart like broke a little bit because oh. all you can think of is like she wanted to have a nice surprise for him, answering it naked. She cooked, and then he had everyone with her and she w- with him from his office, and she was humiliated. Yeah, that was so sad. It was sad. Okay. Um... The whole 
going to a music festival. I can believe, I can believe that all of her friends had babies. All of her friends were together. Yes. Um, her gay friend was adopting baby. I can believe that. Yes. At this age, everyone settling down, having children, that to me was very believable. Yeah. And one person, Bridget, feeling extremely left out. Mm-hmm. That was believable, believable to me. For sure. Going to a music festival. So her friend said they would be going on a spa weekend, and instead she surprised her with um, a music festival. Worst surprise ever. Not a great surprise, especially when you're all dressed in white, which, by the way, I would never be. I I mean, while I laugh that she fell in the mud, the entire time that they were at this festival, I was like, she's 43 and she's at this festival. I'm 28. I want nothing to do with it. Nothing. I, there were some great one-liners in the, in these whole scenes. Yeah. There was. Um, first of all, they talked about a gangbang club. What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I mean, obviously I know what it is, but. Is it that, a thing? Yes. Is that a thing? Um, what you need is a good shafting. I loved that word. I was. I had never heard of it before. Uh, I haven't either. Oh, Yeah. But I feel like it needs to work its way into our vocabulary. Love it. I like shafting better than boning. Oh, I much prefer shafting to boning. A good shafting. A good shafting. Okay, so people of America, we need to embrace the shafting. (laughs) (laughs) Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Yes. And make sure we start speaking about it in those terms. I really enjoyed the meat cute with... I wrote that down. Good meet you. It was great. Oh, shit. This is the next one, though. Chemistry. No. Okay. Okay. Believability. We're All right. I'm sorry. We I, are. I jumped the gun. We are. Um, the believability. Um... Oh, her. all of her work. Her work environment is completely unbelievable. Yes. A spat... I think it's slightly more unbelievable now with the Me Too movement. Yeah than it would have been even two years ago. But how did she become like head producer of this thing? If that's what she really was, this news producer. I loved her luck in this, by the way. I did too. I thought that was believable. Mm -hmm. Like the messy pony, her professional dress, the glasses. She looked great. She did. She looked the part. Age appropriate as well. Yes. And I actually made a note that I was very much enjoying her outfits and I was very pleased that it wasn't frumpy like in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Because I drove me nuts in Bridget Jones' diary. Uh, The whole how she got into this mess with the biodegradable condoms. Oh god. Unbelievable. No one is gonna risk accidental pregnancy to save the dolphins. No. No one. No. Those condoms would have never been bought. Plus, they were 10 years old. And they were 10 years old. Condoms have a expiration date, people. I want to say it maybe five years. That's longer than I would have thought. I'm pretty sure it's like three to five years. So that was unbelievable. All of the talk about the geriatric mother, believable. Oh, no, that's actually a thing. I wrote that down that that is yeah. a phrase, unfortunately, in the medical field. However... Do you want to get started? But I also don't want to get started on the OB, the the gynecologist or the obstetrician. You make that sound like a bad thing. Like she's a bad thing. I loved Emma Thompson. The worst bedside manner I've ever seen. You don't think so? I loved her frankness. 
I thought it was unbelievable how she would play along with Bridget in those two meetings, but she did play along with Bridget, which leads me to believe it was a good bedside manner because mm. she knew. Do you remember the whole amniocentesis or whatever it's oh, called? Oh, with that needle? Yeah, that's unbelievable. You would have to sign waivers and shit. But that is a real thing. Like, it is very dangerous, especially in a geriatric pregnancy. To do the amniocentesis or the pregnancy in general? The amniocentesis or however you pronounce it. But it's recommended? You don't know that much. So it is at a certain point, but it is very risky. Like there is a risk of miscarriage and that's like exactly how they do it. Like with that huge needle and like just the fact that she would go into that knowing absolutely nothing and her being like, let's do it with that big needle in her Unbelievable. hand. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They would actually talk you through that. Oh, yeah. Okay. You would have to sign your life away before doing that. Sorry. That was just unbelievable to me. Yes. Um, also, I don't think you have to do... I mean, all those ultrasounds, you only usually get like one ultrasound and then you have to pay for additional ones. No way. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Um, the boss, the new boss, the hipsters that oh. come in. Believable or not? No. I didn't think so either. It is a news program, and no matter how they want to shape it up Ugh. or change it, they're not going to not have news, I thought. And I could have sworn I knew that lady for something, the the girl boss, but I didn't. I looked. You, you looked? Yeah, and okay. I did not know. She, I don't know. I hated her, and I could not figure out. Remember when they were interviewing Jack? Yes. Whenever they were trying to get the DNA samples, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Completely. Completely unbelievable. And whenever the interview got boring, she was screaming, Hitler cat. Yeah. What the hell was that? I guess he's like grumpy cat, but with a Hitler stash. But why? Like uh, it gets boring and you're just like, Hitler cat. Yeah. I don't know how all the ratings work. Maybe that's believable. I'm not in media yet. Yes. But I hope Hoped to be yes. someday. Can we please leave our jobs and do this for... Please listen to us. Please love us. Please help us. I will have you know, I am 37. I am the year that Harrison Ford made it as a star. So if Ooh. I hit 38 without being a star, my life is over. Okay. So I got 10 years. You have 10 years. You're good. Nice. But me withering so away. Yes. I'm just kidding. That was a Almost really bad dead. thing to say. No, that's okay. I actually found places around my eyes where my skin has lost its elasticity. You're full of shit. And my husband also said I was full of shit. But it's true. <laughs> if you look in a magnifying mirror in bright light, you can see how it's lost its elasticity. Not wrinkles per se. Elasticity. Anyway, let's get back on topic. Okay. All right. Um... Uh, <laughs> the whole part of the guy she hooked up with at the music fat the music festival being a billionaire completely unbelievable yes. one in a gazillion shot that he would have been famous rich and that good of a guy and that good looking and that good looking yes because he is especially with the scruff Good looking. I really want to tell you what my husband said whenever he saw Patrick Dempsey. Please tell me what he said. My husband said, Patrick Dempsey, heartthrob, perfect stubble, race car driver. Basically, that that's my husband, James's hero. Loves him. Has a man crush on him. Does he know about the whole, like, con controversy with how he left Grey's Anatomy and all that stuff? He doesn't give a shit. I, yeah. I, 
I mean, he's still no, hot. he does not know, and, <laughs> and it he doesn't care. And it he's matter. a really good race car driver, and yes. he owns like some kind of Porsche racing whatever. So we have not even touched upon the most unbelievable part of this movie: Ed Sheeran and Miranda in the orb. No, <laughs> not oddly enough, is not the most unbelievable part of this movie. This movie's very unbelievable, guys. The most unbelievable part of the movie to me is the trek to the hospital when she's mm-hmm. in labor. Mm-hmm. They, they take turns carrying her. They get a ride in a pizza truck, I, I guess. Put that, it was like a trike. It wasn't even a truck. It, it was, was a trike. It had three wheels. It was so bizarre and so unbelievable, but they did And make they stopped it. for a delivery order. They stopped, yes. Also unbelievable. Her, just to backtrack, this is what happened. It was in the same timeline, but her forgetting her PIN number, Ugh. I get pregnancy brain. It is a thing. But, but it's your PIN number. How, I mean, I've had the same PIN number since I've had a bank card for like 20 years. Oh my God, 20 years. For like 20 years, I've had the same PIN number. Yeah. How do you forget that? I don't know. Um, I can believe her leaving her purse and that shopping bag in there though, uh, but that was really sad. I don't know if I even believe that. I do. You've done it before? No, but pregnancy brain is a real thing. I'm, I know it's a real thing. I've never been pregnant, even though I had a child we adopted. And I want to say for the record, I am so freaking ecstatic that I never went through any of this. <laughs> that is my worst nightmare. I have a new worst nightmare, and it's being <laughs> it's pregnant. <laughs> but since I have no longer have a uterus, I think I'm good to go. You're good to go. Um, I How did Jack get there? She had no phone marked, didn't have a phone because he threw it out the window, which was She great. made a comment at some point that Mark called him. But I don't know how he would have called him because, like you said, he threw his phone out the window. It was great. It was hilarious. It was great. And I think it was a grand <laughs> gesture that Bridget wanted to see. I laughed so hard. Yeah. This movie, I, like, you said you're hesitant. You don't know how you feel about it. I laughed all throughout it. That, to me, is a good thing. It's fine. We'll talk we'll talk about it in the final Okay. Final thoughts. Okay. Also, I was a little bit disappointed in Jack because Mark carried her for literally miles. And then Jack was like, let's switch off, let's switch off. And he was like, two-person job, two-person job. Well, I think that plays into the fact that Jack wasn't the perfect person for her, and Mark mm-hmm. is. So I took that to be like who's meant together or not. Even perfect though perfect on paper. Perfect on paper. Absolutely. Through the website, it was perfect. Even though another unbelievable thing, how can an algorithm really, truly, accurately calculate? I went through so many words until I remembered the word calculate. (laughs) (laughs) How compatible you are with the person. Are my teeth blue? They are not blue. I'm sorry to say. Your tongue is a little greenish, so it's getting there. Why are my teeth blue? No, but your tongue is. Okay, thank you. Okay. Another pleasant side effect of this drink. Your tongue turns blue. Your tongue turns blue. Um, okay, have we exhausted our... Oh. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, 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 you go, because I was going to go to talk about some obstacles. But I guess all of the unbelievable topics that we're pretty much touching on are all obstacles. I loved the labor scene and oh. how the girls reacted to... The men, like Jack saying, no drugs. A positive mental attitude is stronger than Think any drug. The pain away, <laughs> and they were both like, 
had staffs over and they they hated him for that. And I thought that was great. Oh yeah. Her Emma Thompson's face when he said that was priceless. And I also love the line. My ex husband said it was like <laughs> watching his favorite pump burnt out. That was amazing. A little bit so sad. The ba- childbirth. Ugh. Oh. I don't have children. I had a question. Kind of in the believable, unbelievable. Okay. Like whether it is or it isn't? Yes. Okay. So she's a geriatric mother. Typically, first children take a longer time to come out. And Mm -hmm. her baby seemed to like just labor, shoot out of the vag. Is that believable for a geriatric mother? Does that happen? I actually have no idea. I don't either. I was wondering that. Do geriatric mothers give birth faster even though it's their first baby? I mean, I don't know, but it is a movie. I know. They don't want to drag out the labor scene too much. I did think that the labor was a little long. For a movie? It looks long for a movie, yes. When she bit his arm and he had to go get seen for it, that was great. But believable because the human mouth is full of germs. So if some human ever bites you and breaks skin, you need to go to the hospital immediately. And they need to treat you with antibiotics. Yes, please do so. PSA. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I guess we kind of touched on the obstacles with how unbelievable certain things in this movie was. The fact that she even got pregnant at 43 is pretty crazy. Like the whole pregnancy obstacle. I don't know. Like your chances of getting pregnant at that age are something like 20 to 30%. Does having sex with two guys in that short of a time span increase your chances? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. We need to have a medical profession professional advise us in this matter i was just thinking how much more i should have eaten before i started drinking i had two Reese's cups and two pretzel nuggets at the mall with you (laughs) and that's all i've had so it's gonna be great i'd have a piece of coffee cake and a couple pretzel nugs okay nuggies nuggies (laughs) okay um so the obstacles obviously not being with any man, period, being pregnant. Yeah, that's a huge obstacle. That's the most practical practical obstacle. Didn't even think about that, not going to lie. Um, and then not knowing who the father is. Mm. I was not pleased how she wasn't straightforward forward with them about the whole don't know who the father is. She kept saying, I can't tell him now, I can't tell him now. Well, when you say... The baby is six weeks or whatever she said, and then she pauses for a while, and then they react. Well, of course you can't just say it might not be yours. You have to say, hey, we had sex six weeks ago. This baby might be yours, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you need to be that. That's like the second thing you need to say after I'm pregnant. Rip the Band-Aid off because she made it so much worse, and it made her less likable to me. Yeah. I agree. I actually wrote down Bridget Jones is a trash human being lying like this. (laughs) And then I wrote that down whenever she did two ultrasounds with two separate guys. Which I still cannot believe. That the doctor, and like I said, you have to pay for that after one ultrasound. You have to pay for each subsequent one. I do think that's a thing. Who has that money? Apparently Jack. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> no, but she couldn't say, hey. She, yeah, yeah. 
But like the fact that the doctor went along with her to fake the first ultrasound with like another dude, that's not a thing. Yeah. That, no. You just don't tell them you're going to an appointment. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but you're the mother. So Mm -hmm. if you decide not to tell them because they're, then you just decide not to tell them and they can't get mad at you because you're pregnant yeah and it's your baby and they're not married did you remember whenever she's in a um a an environment like it's a safe environment in the pool when she's doing that maternity thing and she just fucking drowns and he has to like dive in after her he takes his shirt off and dives in after her she's in a pool with children (laughs) i saw that i was like how is this happening agreed I was like, what the hell is happening? I mean, it was a good Shirley scene. I guess so, but it was unnecessary. So unnecessary. So, yeah, multiple obstacles here that they have to overcome. And they do overcome them. Mm -hmm. They do. All the obstacles. And they all end up friends somehow in the end. Which was crazy to me. I thought that was unbelievable. I really thought thought should should we talk about the end scene now or wait i think we can talk about it okay when they're at the wedding and colin firth says to jack what are you doing with my son i was legit shook i I actually had to look up who the father was because i didn't think that was definitive enough Because I was like, why would Jack be at the wedding if he wasn't the real father? That was my thought. I didn't understand why that was happening either. I'm not going to lie. I was like, wouldn't you just say no, RSVP no to that wedding? Wouldn't you just say bye forever? Not my child. Not my problem. Peace out. Find another babysitter for your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know they shot three different endings for I, this? I did. And, and I, go ahead. Didn't tell anyone which one was making the final cut. I did. See, I did see that. Yeah. So Jack at the wedding. When I saw him with the baby, I thought that he was the father, and just Mark and Bridget were getting together. Same. Yeah. Same here. So, but apparently everyone overcame their obstacles to be one big happy dysfunctional blended family blended that's a great word marie um do i need to text my husband to make us new drinks or wait a minute i think wait five minutes because i think there's like a deceptive amount left okay so my wonderful husband prides himself rightfully so on his barkeeping skills so he 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 really really is yeah he really is so we told him instead of us pausing like the last podcast we're gonna text him he said give him a 10 minute warning though yeah i think in five minutes okay you still think four now we're very equal though this is going a lot better than last time yes um we're gonna text him he's gonna make our drinks and bring them up to us because he's amazing and fantastic and puts up with all of my bullshit well that's very nice and i have a lot of it no you don't oh i'm filled to the gills (laughs) i am filled to the gills well now that we've talked about you and your husband's chemistry Let's talk about some chemistry going on up in here. What a wonderful segue. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Chemistry. Um I thought it was I thought it was equal between her and Jack and her and Mark. 
I was surprised at how good the chemistry was between her and Jack, but I just love Colin Firth just in general. And I just thought that I loved their like awkward conversations and stuff like that a little bit more. Well, it's very true to their history. Yeah. Very true to their history. Even though I thought for once it was a little reversed in this movie. Like before she was the more awkward one and she did have her awkward moments. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like at that, um, I don't know what you would call it, like that uh, convention or whatever it was. Where she had to... Oh, yeah. When they were both there and she was introducing them. Yeah. I thought... I don't know what that was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that. But when she headed the project to modernize the news program, um, that was awkward for her. Yeah. But all in all, when they were one-on-one, Mark was more awkward than Bridget was. I loved it when he kissed her on the forehead at the christening when the photographer says, kiss her on the forehead. And the photographer was talking about the baby, but he kisses Bridget. I just saw that in my notes, and that's why I just started laughing. It was good. I Yeah. Yeah, the, their chemistry is good. He's obviously extremely good looking. Very good looking. Like a handsome Englishman. He seems like a proper Englishman. He's distinguished. Yes. Very. Can you imagine him like farting audibly at home? No, I think he doesn't fart ever. She farts. She does. Absolutely. It's Bridget. Do you think he even poops? You think there's just a cork up there? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Do proper Englishmen fart or poop? No. (laughs) No, The answer is no. They make their tea in a kettle. They drink their scotch. There was at one point, you know that, (laughs) another digression here, you know that you've watched, um, oh, what's that Netflix show with Killian Murphy? Oh, Peaky Blinders. You know you've watched Peaky Blinders so much when you hear Colin Firth ask for whiskey and you're like, what the fuck? Is he going to say Scottish or Irish? Oh. And he didn't distinguish, so now I don't know. That's a good point. Thank you. Didn't think about that. I didn't think about it, and I've watched all of Peaky Blinders. I guess that's just you. (laughs) Maybe I have have an unrealistic fantasy life with Peaky Blinders. I think you do. Who knows? Um, I don't even know where we were going with this chemistry. Oh, the Um, chemistry between... I I said that the chemistry between Mark and um, Bridget is better even though that jack and her have good chemistry jack and her do have good chemistry going back to that mute cute it was cute yeah um it was unbelievable falling face first in mud in the mud but well, that he it's believable you think it's believable to fall face first in the mud hell yeah how is that believable I mean, I've never been to a concert. That's like how that. they, like I've seen pictures. You know, Buzzfeed has all of those articles about yes. like the festivals and stuff, and that's all what it looks like. It's that muddy, that wet, and they all have to wear like those hunter boots. So that's which is why her friend should have told her where they were going. Well, yeah, I agree. Okay, but anyway, um, they obviously had chemistry. I was a little bit relieved when he didn't lie to Colin Firth, but misled him about 
wait till wait till you see your facial expression shows me you disagree with me but wait until you see where i'm going with this when he um misleads him about the fact that he was more likely to be the father because he didn't wear a condom i was glad for that just because he would have been a too perfect person Mm. and how do you go with mark darcy when you have that perfect person there. That's a really good point. They needed to make him a little bit unlikable, so you root for Bridget and Mark. They yeah. had to. I still think people would have been voting for Jack and Bridget, though. You think? I do. I can see it. So do you think there is an equivalent faction out there? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened, but something did. Do you think there's an equivalent faction out there? Like, in Twilight, yeah, Edward versus Jacob, it's Mark versus Jack for Bridget Jones' baby. Yes. I do. Who were you rooting for? I mean, I was rooting for Mark. But I could see people, like, still rooting for... Because you gotta look at this. Whenever he came to Bridget's apartment and went through all of those, like dates and stuff like that and he brought her boot i was like swooning i thought it was great i was i thought that was great i was weirded out when he was painting her apartment i was too that was weird one why does he have a key how did he get in he would have to she would she gave him a key they've known each other less than six months at that point yeah and she gave him a key. Yeah, weird. He was painting her apartment without permission, without knowing codes for that apartment, unless she owned it, which is possible because she had been there for so long. But not only that, he had asked her to move in with him that night, and he's painting his her apartment. Why waste your time like that if you're going to ask her to move in? That didn't make sense to me. That's a time waster, and I can't stand that. Can't abide the time waster. I can't abide it, no. Who do you think had better, like, sex scenes? Bridget and Mark or Bridget and Jack? I think Bridget and Mark for one reason. Because they have history? No. She was drunk with Jack. Good point. She was drunk with him. So that automatically ramps down the chemistry because you have a chemical lubricant to me. That's a really good point that I didn't think of because I actually wrote down how like surprised I was at the um, the chemistry between them during that sex scene. It was a compelling sex scene. In a yurt? In, In a, a fuck, fuck yurt? <laughs> <laughs> That's t-shirt. Fuck yurt. <laughs> Do, they, uh, do these music festivals nowadays have yurts like that? Are am I that old? I actually don't know. I thought it was all tents. Like I'm saying, like I've seen nightmare pictures where people are just like in tents filled with like mud and dirt. Feel free to send those your way. What those pictures? Those nightmare <laughs> no, pictures. I was gonna say, feel free to. Put your comments on our Twitter account about this. Oh, yeah. But we don't have a Twitter account yet. Um. Okay. So chemistry. The, we got... Uh, we didn't really do a kiss. Like, typically we do, like, how the kisses. 
But they didn't really kiss. They just had sex. Yeah, her and Jack really didn't. Yeah. Mark and her had a kiss, and it's always great. Colin Firth just seems like a great kisser. Ah, yeah. Because he throws away his distinguishment. His propriety? Ooh, where did you go? He throws away his propriety and just like gets into it. Yeah, which great. I think is the part of why his character is so great and why you want to be with him as a viewer because he has both sides to yeah. him. Um, I, I, I look forward to doing Bridget Jones' diary. Me too. In a couple movies because we know it so well. We could probably do it right now without even We've I've watched it at least 20 times. At least. Yeah. But I will happily watch it again. Yes. This is actually, I well, I guess with the first movie we both know that we really liked it. But like, we try to like watch these movies away from each other so we don't know what the other's going to talk about. We don't know each other's opinions, what we're writing down. But we've watched Bridget Jones's Diary together like at least two or three times. At least, yeah. I think I watched it with you for the first time. I You did a lot of things with me for the first time, and I'm not sure that's good or bad, but I feel like you're a good person. So. Oh, that's good. Uh, I mean, I don't think mom and dad would have liked that I watched Bridget Jones's Diary with you at age like 12. Probably not. Yeah, it's fine. We did a lot of things when you were 12, but they put me in charge, so that's their own stupid fault. I agree. I agree. Um, So the kiss. Great. With Mark and Bridget. Um, Woody banter. They have it. I don't think her and Jack do, though. You don't? Why? Maybe it's just because I like Colin Firth better. I thought they did have it. I really did. Like you said, with that boot when he shows up at her apartment. That's true. I, I do think they have it. Going and, back on my word. And she, he caters to her, which I think is a little bit manipulative of him. To like, try to win her over. Yeah. I do think he caters to her. He's very good at reading people, which makes sense when you run a dating website. Um, so I think they both have good witty banter. They're both attractive. All three of them are attractive, even though... <clears throat> I have to say Patrick Dempsey is more hot than anyone else. You're right. You're right. He is. He's like a very stereotyp not stereotypical, but like he is a very handsome man. He's and he's handsome because he's not perfect. He's rugged. Yes. Yes. And that you, stubble is perfect. You need a man's man. What's wrong? I don't know. You're looking at your drink like it's weird. I was trying, because if I drank it this way, the orange peel was going to fall at my face, and then this way, it's not going to. Okay. I got really <laughs> confused how you were looking at it. <laughs> it's fine. I thought there was a hair in it or something. No. Which wouldn't make sense, but it would look weird because my husband doesn't, he shaves his head, so all it would be was beard hair, which looks like a pube, so it would be weird. <laughs> But it, there's no hair in it. There's no hair in it. I was just concerned about the orange peel falling on my face. Okay. Um, anyway, he is rugged. He is rugged. Colin Firth is not rugged. I think if you're distinguished, you can't be rugged. I agree. Okay. So Colin Firth is more distinguished. He's clean cut. He is clean cut, which makes sense with his law- lawyer persona. He's a barrister. I hate those wigs so bad. Hate them. Hate them. And I get that it's tradition. I hate them. 
Yes. Especially when their real hair is sticking out. It's so stupid. I just get rid of them. Wear the robes. Don't wear the wig. Unless, do you think he would get off on having Bridget wear that wig in bed? Ooh, I hope not. I That'd hope be not. hot. No. I know. Hard pass. I'm going to order one of those wigs for myself. <laughs> and we're going to do a barrister scene. <laughs> Maybe we should buy the wigs and robes and like post it on our Instagram page of just Ooh, like us wearing it. That's good. I that like would, it. That, that would get people to subscribe to our podcast. I think so. You're hearing all of our um, promotional activities. Yes. So. And you might be hearing our chair squeaking. Oh, they hear chair squeaking. They hear our sitting down our glass. They hear the microphone moving. We just need to set up an area where we can clamp things down, but it's okay. We don't have a studio. It moves from place to place. So we use different bedrooms, different houses. <gasps> the drinks! The drinks! And he's wearing the sunglasses! The drinks are here! The drinks on a white carpet, guys. It's terrifying. This is my husband bringing us our drinks. He's fantastic. And he's wearing my huge sunglasses, which is great. I'm going to be very gentle. Got it. These look a lot bigger than they were. They do. Are these smaller glasses? I don't know. I th- they might be smaller. They're slightly smaller. Oh, thank you for taking the old glasses. Thank you, babe. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Can you back out while bowing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so drink two happened. Drink two is arrived. Let I I want to take I a drink. I don't want to cheers though because oh hi hi Murphy, the dogs are here. No matter what happens, the dog always interrupts. Mmm. Ooh, I think the second one's better. I think the second one's better too. It's great. It's a little more citrusy, and you're used to the vodka taste by now, so it's not as jarring to you when you take a drink. So, if you make the blue martini, you must have two. I agree. You must have two. It's fantastic. I agree. Yep. Okay. Also fantastic is, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, the the difference net, the difference. The barristers. The (laughs) barristers. We were talking about the barristers and the wigs. We were talking about the barristers. Our sex games. Oh my gosh, I just (laughs) talked really loud. Sorry, guys. (laughs) That's okay. Um, So we were talking, we started off with the difference in handsomeness. Yes. Um, Who would you, who would you rather? Because Patrick Dempsey's character is more handsome, but Mark Darcy is Mark Darcy. So who would you rather? Mark Darcy. Okay. It's just because they have a history, and I've seen him in the three movies, and I just really like him. So if you were Bridget Jones, or if you weren't Bridget Jones, or does it matter? Both. Okay, both. Okay. What about you? I feel like I need to sample both wares. <laughs> you need to go to the fuck your. I need to go to the fuck your with both before making a decision. I felt really weird that me and my husband listened to this on the way home. Oh, your child's going to listen to it too. Yeah, but she's one, so she doesn't get it. I wish I had like a tiny little straw. <laughs> 
I thought you were against straws because you don't like the environment. Or I'm sorry. Oh, like, I love the environment. <laughs> you like the environment, which is why you don't like straws. No, we're not straw people. Yesterday we were out to eat and I was like, no straws. I was actually considering getting your husband James glass straws so he could be still be a straw person. But I was like, no way are they going to clean this. So I'm just not Absolutely doing it. Absolutely not. I mean, I guess if I could throw them in the dishwasher, I could do that. You, I don't know if you can for glass straws, but we can for my daughter's cups. So maybe when she outgrows sippy cups, I'll just okay, give them straws. I'll just give them to James so he can, <laughs> so he can use them. We digress. Straws save please, the environment. Please stop using straws, people. I mean, sea turtles choke on them. We gotta give some love to the sea animals. It is serious. We gotta recycle. Recycle, please. I won't go into the thing that just happened in my community with recycling. That's too much. Too, too much. Too much topic. digression. Too okay. much digression. Okay, but please recycle. Keep, keep in mind straws and recycling. All right. I cannot wait to drink this entire drink. I will say I will be trashed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing you're not driving anywhere. Oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. I meant tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you'll be fine in less than 12 hours. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, yes. Okay. So I think we got chemistry. Moment they fell in love. Who's in love? Does she ever love Jack? No. No. She even tells him. She said, I could be in love with you. She's never in love with him. I think she has, she's infatuated, but I don't think she's in love with him. Do you think he's in love with her? I think they want to be in love with each other. Because they're good on paper. Because they're good on paper. But I don't think they actually ever are. Now, if Mark hadn't made his grand gesture, I think they would have ended up together. Because... I think they both see each other as kind of like a last chance at love. That depresses me. Why? I don't know. I feel like nobody should think that they only have one more chance for love. Is companionship better than nothing? I guess is the question that that is posed with them. And to them, I think having two... Loving parents of a child and being agreeable with each other would have been a benefit. I just burped, but I didn't want to burp in the microphone. I thought you had a grand statement to make. No. Nope. Regarding the philosophical question. Just burping. Okay. <laughs> um, I agree. I don't think that her and Jack were ever in love. I think they were good on paper. I think they wanted to be in love. They I, wouldn't have lasted. I, I don't know. They're geriatric, <laughs> so... They only got, like, 10, 20 years tops. Just kidding. Uh, and please take into consideration, dear listener, that we don't give a shit about the continuity problems that other people might have a problem with. We understand the ages are different, considering the first movie and what was said. We understand her birthday's different than what the original movie said, we don't care. We're taking the movie just, kind of at face value. Yes. I, I was just going to say that. Like, just by itself. You can have whatever problems you have with continuity. We don't care. I love that there were boobs in this movie. Whose boobies? 
The protesters, the women. Oh, Punani. That Poonani. was so funny. I thought that was hysterical. That was so great. Yeah. And then they were the ones who were protesting and why they couldn't drive to the hospital. Love that. Yes. Loved yes, it. I loved that as well. Oh. And my husband was like, what is this? And I was like, I think this took place about the Russian girls. I have who no then... idea. You don't know about Pussy Riot? Can't say that I do. Can't say that I do. But you can explain it to me later. Okay. But I do want to say it was it was a huge deal. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. I don't read the news. I do, but I I don't like to. Um, I laughed so hard when they were trying to get her in the hospital with that spinny door and then then they both just put her on the desk and we're gonna leave her there at the reception's desk and then somebody appeared in the wheelchair and they're like no put her there so i can see how some people have trouble with the revolving door what i found unbelievable about that moment was how far they bent her legs up when she's pregnant yeah well i don't know I don't know. I don't think you can bend that much when you're pregnant, can you? I think so, because I feel like you always see them with their legs, like, way up in the, the In the stirrups? In the, no, it's not even in the stirrups. They're like, one, I'm contorting myself. You can't see, but I'm literally holding my leg up to my chest. Why would you put your knee up to your chest like that? So you can push the baby out. But even before you want to give birth, would you oh, do that? Oh, no. Probably not. What if its head comes out accidentally? Can that happen? I have no idea. These are all things that I... I don't know. Terrifying. All terrifying. I want to feel like... I want to feel a baby inside of me just for like five seconds. And then I want to not have it ever happen. (laughs) (laughs) The the drinks are really taking their toll, guys. Sorry about the microphone. I don't know whether to edit this stuff out or not. I I don't know. We'll we'll make a game time decision. Okay. I'm gonna edit the game time. Decision well, we'll now. listen. We'll have James and Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Wait. That's why the name makes sense because in love, actually, Emma Thompson's son's name is Bernard, but she says it. Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> so it makes sense with the movie. It's nine degrees of Emma Thompson. Uh, Professor Trelawney. Professor Trelawney. She's. Can we take a moment for Professor Trelawney and just say how amazing she is? She's the greatest. Well, not Professor Trelawney, but Emma Thompson. I, I hate Professor Trelawney. I see her as a regular person. Do you see her as a regular person? I do. Like, the moment she came to that award ceremony with her high heels in her hand and a drink in the other hand. Oh, like, oh I, I loved that. I can just see it. Um, Amelia Clark just posted a picture of her and Emma Thompson on her Instagram, and it was fantastic. Just both of why those Why were they together? Who cares? I agree. This is why you need to get Instagram. I don't like social media. I'll be handling all the social media. This is Allison saying that she will be handling all the social media. Allison will be handling all the social media. I love Instagram. I hate Twitter, but I'll do it for you guys. We have like five listeners. That's it. And they're all related to us. I know. There's like two. Except for one. Except for one. I think one of our our friends from work is interested in listening. Oh, no. I got like four people. 
He wants us to send him the unedited versions. We're getting way off topic, and I think it's because of the drinks. <laughs> oh my god, the digression is amazing. So when you drink these <laughs> drinks, <laughs> please. Just... How long is this? Have we been in here for like an hour? Oh Wait. my god, we have. <laughs> please try to wrap it up. Please understand that there is nothing non-alcoholic in this drink. And so last time I was super careful to have a large meal before we drank. Yeah, I wasn't. So the alcohol did not affect me personally. And this week I decided not to give a shit. So I'm operating on a little bit of bread. Two Reese's cups. So, in other words, we be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not throwing up because I like this drink. And it's Christmas Eve Eve, so I'm not sure we should stop that train. I mean, I have to work tomorrow. I'm not sure we should stop that train. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, moment they fell in love. Um, Jack and Bridget, we decided, have never been in love. True. They have a strong like. Yes. They have a proposed partnership based on the birth of their supposed child, if it is their child. Yes. Um, but love, not so much. A respect, a yeah. liking, which is a Infatuation? And mm, I disagree with the infatuation. I don't think they're infatuated. I think they have an understanding of where they are in life, what they might be missing in life. Hmm. If they... Find out he's the father and don't act on it. Do you think he tried so hard to win her over for competition's sake? No. I don't think he has that in his body. I think... I think and we're he, talking about Jack. We're talking about Jack. I think he is a genuinely good person um, who has a weak moment about the condom situation that we touched upon. I really hit me hard. I was like... But at first I was like, oh my God, is he lying or is that true? I don't know if he was lying or he's true, but he admits later that he intentionally misled Mark Darcy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that had the child been his, had Bridget and Mark's connection been lesser, that her and Jack could have been together in a in a true partnership based on respect and liking. Not loving, but liking. Yeah. So I don't think they were ever in love. Mark and Bridget, I believe, are in love. I I think they've always been in love. I think they've always been in love. I don't think they ever stopped. I think they hit a rough patch. They gave up. He got married to someone else. She stayed single. Still so weird. Yeah, I agree. I think they seemed... Not that Camilla had a lot of airtime in the movie. Yeah. Canada. She called her Canada. <laughs> and he was like, Bridget, you know her name. I think that was completely realistic how she tried to downplay Camilla's importance yeah. to Mark. I loved it. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, no. Thank <laughs> you. I think um, her and Mark truly loved each other. I think he found a Bridget substitute that wasn't really Bridget's substitute. It was like another... Uh uppity it's oh i don't know but i presumed it was like another uppity person from the first one yeah that we'll get into when we actually do the first movie yes so (sighs) moment they re-fell in love when he threw the phone out the window you think it was that late in the movie no it was probably at the christening what about (laughs) 
<laughs> Why did you laugh there? I don't know, because I immediately changed my mind. <laughs> you know what? No, it was at the christening whenever she was doing the Gangnam Style. Oh, the Gangnam Style? I had a question about th- that, too. I was like, is Gangnam Style this big British thing? No, like, kind of how we do the cha-cha slide everything? No, it was here. It was in America. No. Whoop, I fucking whoop, know. Whoop, I whoop. know what Gangnam Style is. I know what Gangnam Style is, but we don't do it at weddings and christenings. We don't do any dances at christenings, to be honest. We don't have wedding receptions for christenings. We don't have christenings that last all fucking day, but maybe we should. I agree. Oh my God, we haven't gotten our daughter christened yet. Have a giant party and have a DJ. I got a DJ for you. I know you have a DJ for me. DJ J Sky, if you're listening, you're the best DJ. Now you have to listen to us every fucking time, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to tell him that he's got a shout out in this. Um, No, I think that we should do that 100%. It'll make everybody happy. Except me because I hate people and gatherings. You love drinking. Little known fact. You don't like drinking? No, that's <laughs> not the little known fact. Little known facts. When you have a one-year-old, you really can't drink that much because they need your attention. No, oh, that's why I don't have chil- children. <laughs> that's why you don't have chills. <laughs> I love chills. Um, so moment the christening. They, moment they fell in love. You say the christening. Maybe they refell in love with that. I, the truck scene when she had the little truck set in her hair and he had to get the truck out of her, her hair. That was cute. And that she had the wings on the whole time. That was cute. I think I think he refell in love with her when she left that note after they slept together and he realized how much he wanted her to still be there. Really? I think that that's when he realized that she was the love of his life and he needed her. Wow. That's a very interesting perspective, Marie. Thank you. Um, as to when she realized she was in love with him, I don't think she ever stopped because at Daniel Cleaver's funeral. That was great. Yeah. And how she tried to off play him. I think she was always in love with him. I think so too. But I feel like they both really knew. Oh, whenever she was giving birth and she reached for his hand only. Mm. It's very touching. It was touching. Yeah. It really was. I loved that scene, even though Jack felt bad during it. And I hate when people feel bad, but I I really liked that she didn't realize she was doing it. The guys did. Yes. And they realized he, quote, unquote, won. Because mm. it was a competition. It was. But then at the end, whenever the baby was born, they both, like, shook hands and wished each other luck and stuff. And... And then he was at their wedding. So it was obviously a friendly, I guess at the end, not a friendly reunion necessarily, but a friendly. Do you think he's in the picture like period? Yes, I do think he's in the picture period. I think that having been there while she was pregnant, he stayed part of their lives. And as a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. good person to have around. One is a good person to have around, especially if Mark Darcy threw out his phone and wasn't interested in being that important anymore. But um, he would have the ability to travel back and forth and be a part of that child's life. Yeah. Now, this was very hard for me 
Do you think there's an iconic scene in this? Even if there's not, we have to come up with an iconic no, scene. No, I have one. The it's... scene that every movie, when you think of it, you just bring to mind. But it's hard because I didn't realize that this was a movie that would... It was a movie, though. We watched Shut it. Shut up. It, I didn't realize that this would be a movie that everybody <laughs> would watch and be like, that's what I think about. You know what I mean? I think it's because we haven't seen it before. All right. Which is a challenge. Which is the challenge. Yeah. And it's going to be a challenge for a lot of these movies because I think for a lot of them, one or both of us haven't watched them before. No, it's true. We have a lot of older movies coming up too. I'm very excited for those. But anyway. Yes, me too. I digress. You go. What's your iconic scene? Carrying her to the hospital. Me too! I thought really long and hard about it because at first I was like, is it like falling in the mud and all white? No, it's carrying her to the hospital. Absolutely, because all three major players in the movie are there. Mm. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. Yeah, they all take turns, even though Mark Darcy has um, the majority role in there versus Jack which should be a clue as to how the movie's going to end, even though you're not quite sure. Um, I do think that that's the iconic scene there. I agree. And it's very, I think, in keeping with how the other movies ended. I agree with you because it's it's silly and it's fun. Yes. And I like that. I was hoping that there was going to be another fight in this movie. I thought that you were going to fight at one point um, outside when he hinted that he was the father and yeah. not Mark. I thought that I was, was going to be a fight. I was really waiting for like a really bad guy fight. Like yeah. Like a sissy fight kind of. But I think that that plays into both of their characters, how they are both more respectable because daniel cleaver is a trash he's bag. a tool yeah fuck he, boy <laughs> i love that go. word you gotta work it into every podcast we'll see um, i don't think i can do it in like the 40s and 50s movies though i don't yeah that's probably true i don't think i can ever call like gregory peck or like jimmy stewart a fuck boy what about clark gable i don't know i don't know enough about him do you know he's in the number one rom-com of all time, according to rom-coms? No. Or Rotten Tomatoes? No. And it, I know what the movie is, but I don't know. I watched it once. Don't tell me anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I agree with that iconic scene, basically, because all three movie characters are in it. That's a really good point, that all three characters are in it. It really brings it home. And it, it is a true partnership between the three of them. Yeah. Even though um, Jack Quant realizes... His place in it, which I think also signals a, a true partnership that he realizes he's not as important as Bridget the baby or Mark. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's our iconic scene. Final thoughts on the movie? I actually really enjoyed this movie and I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch it, but if it's on TV, I'm watching it. I'm putting it on. I might rewatch it. Like, it was my first time rewatch. It was my first time watching, not rewatching. It was my first time watching it. I think I would like to see it again. I was surprised at how much I laughed out loud. It made. I did laugh out loud a lot. I laughed out loud too. I, I think that we've done a true disservice to Bridget's mom, to Bridget's dad, I to Bridget's, Bridget's friends. Jim Broadbent, who plays Bridget's dad, is so Professor much... Professor Slughorn. Slughorn. 
is so much more likable as her dad than Professor Slughorn. her mom. But at the end, when she makes... No, that's true. That's a good point. What did I... I think I wrote down, like, her whole... When she turns her... That was very sweet. Her campaign slogan into admitting... But it's so long. It's so long. What did I say? Oh, damn it. Where the fuck is it? Um, I loved it, though. First of all, I don't understand why the campaign slogan says... um, Italians in it? What does she have against Italians? No, she said. Mo- it didn't it say like mostly Italians. No, it most said, Italians. It said most homosexuals. So oh, I didn't see that. I saw the word most in it, but I was like most. Ita- okay. No, it says great. most homosexuals. She's that's okay great. with. And then it said Italians. Like, what do people have against Italians? I don't know. Is that a British thing? Do we not understand? I have no clue. I, no I'm, idea. I'm fine with Italians yeah. and homosexuals of all kinds. Agreed. We are both. Yes. Bisexuals, single mothers. <laughs> all also of them. fine. Yeah. Also fine. I, I think that might have been on the campaign slogan, too. I think it was on the campaign slogan. A nod to Bridget there. Yeah. Um. So her mom really made a transformation, even if it was for her own benefit, which it was. But she won. But who won? Bridget Jones's mother. Therefore, did Bridget win? Yes. I, does it matter? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I actually don't even know what she was running for. Wasn't it like a Christian like church? It was position? a it was a parish something or other. But she won. She won. Um, the dad has always been on Bridget's side from day one. It's very nice. Her and her dad's relationship could be arguably the true love story of this because mm-hmm. they do love each other mm-hmm. from start to finish. I know. No, that's very sweet. I like that a lot. It's a really good take. Yeah. It, even, I got to step back into the believability factor for a moment. Do you remember the moment when Jack was watching Shazer's kids in the park while her and Shazer started? Yes. Who the fuck would do that? No. No, you're not an incomplete stranger. Watch your kids. What? Who would watch complete strangers? Okay. That's a good point. Anyway, but um, I think her and her dad have a fantastic relationship. He's completely open to her and whoever she is, whoever she wants to be, whoever she transforms to be. She knows she can always rely on her dad. Which is very sweet. It's amazing. And I think not unlike... What we have with our dad. Yeah. Do you think he'll ever listen to this podcast? I think he will, which is why I think we should edit our comments out about the carpet in the last one. Oh, shit. And we should probably... Oh, no, because we got to use the F word. I told dad that we have trucker mouths, so he understands that we will say fuck at some point. Have you ever heard you say fuck? Like in person? Okay. He heard it once when I was yelling at our dog for peeing on the carpet or doing something. I said the F word, but I didn't have glasses on, but I saw his head snap around <laughs> to me when I said it. So he knows I've said it once in my life. Not 3,000. It's probably upwards. <laughs> it's upwards. He, he's never heard me say anything worse than like shit. Or no, I've said asshole. Is that worse than shit? I think it's on par. 
It depends on how it's used. If you're calling someone specific an asshole, I think it's worse than saying shit. Okay. Good to know. Um, any oh. final thoughts here? Do you have any final thoughts before we close off? Well, I have fun facts. Hmm. I have two fun facts. Let's go. Two fun facts. It is the first and only rom-com trilogy, which I thought was pretty remarkable. Like that n- no other rom-com have had like a follow-up movie. Really? Yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah. It said, um, yeah. let alone make the list. I can't control my voice volume. It's okay. It's not okay, but we'll edit it. All right. Are we going to keep this in? Yes. Whatever. <laughs> okay. One more last fact. Hugh Grant was originally in the movie. Did you see I this? I know that. I'm sorry. It's spoop grazed you. I apologize. Did you? You I just did. touched my shoulder. Uh, no. My my thumb hit your boobie. You're like trying to like touch it again. <gasps> I wasn't trying. I was demonstrating. <laughs> yeah. So Hugh Grant was originally in the movie, but he backed out because he didn't like the script. Which is crazy to me. But how I was loved, it when he was in the script? I loved that it was his funeral, though. I Can thought it was I so say funny. that picture made me... Was he dreamy in the picture? He was so dreamy in that picture. And I love that at the end he was still alive. Yes, that was very funny. Yeah, he was totes dreamy in that picture. And it made me lusty. Hey, finish your fucking drink. I finished mine. Watch me throw this bitch back. Ooh, boy. Oh my gosh, that was impressive. I hope the slurp can be heard in the podcast. (laughs) I think it will be. Good. Okay, was this a feel-good movie? Absolutely, it was a feel-good movie. 100%. Laughed my ass off. The couple you wanted to end up together ended up together. You laughed. I feel like it was, even though I enjoyed the movie and we'll watch it again, I think that if you were pregnant, especially an older pregnancy, a geriatric pregnancy, pregnancy. the worst term, it is the worst they really do need to change that. Even (sighs) if it's a more mature, if even if they change it to mature pregnancy, whatever, I think you'll enjoy it even more because you'll understand more of what she's going through. Yeah, I agree. So watch it. It is feel good. You'll laugh. Mm -hmm. You will not cry. No crying. Even the, if you're happy that they end up together, you no will crying. not cry. No, no happy you will crying. not cry. Do they stay together? Yeah. I agree. I think Mark and... They finally worked it out. Mark and Bridget have an understanding. They have a history. They have chemistry. They have good sex. They have a child. They're staying together forever. I agree. Um, I think that they're just the match. So join us next time when we... Res- What's wrong? Oh, I was looking up what we were reviewing. I believe it's Clueless. Am I wrong? No, you're wrong. It's me and you and everyone we know, which I've never seen before. I've never even heard of it. So join us next time when we're reviewing. For me and you and everyone we know. Um, And we'll come up with a drink then. Um, The Blue Martini, which we will post ingredients for. Even though we had to substitute one, we will put online. It's delightful. Thank you for listening. And cheers. Cheers. Where's the fucking mouse? I don't know. We can edit this out. Where is the mouse? Oh, I don't know. oh wait, it's right there. Where? Up there. Okay. <laughs>